But that's his advice, and I couldn't disagree with him more on that. Hello, this is Mark Silverman, managing member and founder of Silverman & Associates, and I'm also a certified financial planner professional. I want to welcome you to the Saving with Silverman podcast. I'm glad you're here. Each week, we'll discuss different financial planning topics because making smarter choices about your money impacts the quality of your life. This is Saving with Silverman with Mark Silverman, your certified financial planner professional, the founder and the managing member of Silverman and Associates in Tucson. And of course, uh, Mark has been doing this for a very long time, about a quarter of a century, helping a lot of folks with their retirement planning. And that's what this show is all about. Uh, Savingwithsilverman.com is the website, and we'll give you the phone number here, 520-333-7601. That is 520-333-7601. And you can call that number or you can send a text to it. Uh, Mark, uh, should you be wary of some of Dave Ramsey's advice? A lot of people listen to Dave Ramsey and just go by everything he says. Uh, Dave Ramsey has earned a lot of respect among savers and investors over the years, as evidenced by his enormously popular radio show, the books he's written and sold out performances uh, and at various venues when he speaks. But is all of his advice worth following? Is it possible that some of the things he professes will actually hurt you financially? I thought maybe today we could get your opinion on all this. Let's take a look at some of Dave's most popular advice and see if and when it makes sense for retirees and pre-retirees to maybe disagree. First of all, the debt snowball. He talks about that. What in the world is that all about? And do you agree with what he's saying? Well, Ron, I don't want to be controversial. And I've said this to anybody that's that's met me or talked to me. You know, I think Dave Ramsey, I will say this. He's a brilliant marketer. You know, he, you know, whether it be financial or real estate, et cetera, he's done a great job building um, an empire as far as marketing. With that being said, one, he doesn't own a real estate license. He doesn't hold an insurance license. He doesn't hold a securities license. Uh, I'm a certified financial planner professional. He's not a CFP. So he doesn't hold any licenses to give advice. So he's giving advice based on his own experience or however you may want to look at it. Um, some of it might be financially biased too, based on who's sponsoring him and that sort of thing. Yeah. Um, so with that being said, he I don't agree with a lot of the things that he says. I mean, some of the things he does talk about, such as, you know, you know, live within your means, pay off your debt, keep debt low, those sorts of things are common sense. That makes, you know, those things make sense. But as far as like the debt snowball, where if you have multiple credit cards, let's say you have, and this is his debt snowball thing, which I totally disagree with, but let's say you have two credit cards. Mm -hmm. You have one that's $5,000 and one that's $10,000. Okay. He thinks you should pay it off based on the balance, mm -hmm. not the interest rate, the balance. So the one that has a $5,000 balance that has or lower interest rate, you're paying off first before you pay the one that's a higher. I disagree with that one completely. You know, it, it's it's all coming from the same funds. It's still in the same, the debts incurred by the same household. You pay off your, your highest interest rate credit cards first. Balance doesn't matter. But that's his advice. And I, I couldn't disagree with him more on that. That actually runs kind of counter to what makes the most fiscal sense, it would, it would seem to me. <laughs> Correct. Well, his whole idea is, well, you feel good when you pay something off. Yeah you know, great. Uh, but you know, you're still incurring more interest. That's not tax deductible or anything like that on credit cards, which is the worst that you can have. So you pay off the highest interest rates first, which is to me logic. 
Um, but he goes against that. Okay. Another thing that Dave Ramsey talks about a lot is just investing in mutual funds. And I'm paraphrasing here, but Ramsey sometimes suggests that investing is as simple as picking a couple of mutual funds. Just divide your money up between growth, aggressive growth, growth in income, and international, and then you'll all be set. Is that advice flawed in your opinion? Where are the holes in that strategy? Again, he's not licensed. He's not securities licensed. He's not a CFP. So he's telling you invest in mutual funds. And there's all different types of mutual funds. There's loaded funds, no load funds, et cetera. The problem with mutual funds are there's a couple issues with them. So depending on what type of account it is, mutual funds are not tax efficient. We tend to use more what's known as ETF exchange traded funds in our practice, which are more tax efficient and by the way, have lower fees typically than a mutual fund will. So mutual funds can have high fees and they're not tax efficient, generally speaking. And you could have another thing called overlap. So with mutual funds, you don't know exactly what you own. So you might own five funds and they might own all, they, each one of them might own Apple. So you're not as diversified as you think you are versus using something that we know exactly what's in it. So we're making sure that we don't have what's known as overlap. So again, I would disagree with just investing in mutual funds. You know, we use mutual funds a lot, uh, you know, 20 years ago, that's what was available. Now with ETFs, I think ETFs are a lot better way. We do use mutual funds in our practice, but we're using institutional share classes that are specific, that have a lot better options, and they're not retail funds that that most investors could purchase. But if push comes to shove, I would invest in an ETF before I would invest in a mutual fund. We're talking about Dave Ramsey and the kind of advice that he gives on a, on a regular basis and uh, how there may be some differences in the way that uh, Mark Silverman thinks about all those things. This is a good time to ask questions about anything having to do with our finances, particularly when it comes to your retirement planning and the funds that you have for your retirement lifestyle. Uh, Mark, I know that you put together a special video uh, that folks can watch during this coronavirus crisis. Uh, tell us about that, if you would. Sure. Just like you said, Ron, you know, a lot of people have questions about this coronavirus. So we put together a short video. It's about three minutes that you can watch. There's no cost, no obligation. It's on our website. So I encourage anybody just to, to go on there and look at it. And if you have any questions, obviously, we're here to answer any questions you may have regarding the video. If you'd like to see that, it's at savingwithsilverman.com. Just go to Silverman and Associates' website. Uh, savingwithsilverman.com. Uh, love the name of your website, by the way, Mark. And uh, you can watch that video and get a lot of your questions answered. Of course, you might want to follow that up with a conversation with Mark, but I'll tell you how to do that coming up in just a few minutes here. We're talking about Dave Ramsey. Back to this conversation here. On several occasions, Dave has implied that you can expect about a 12% return on your money if you follow his investing guidance and that you can plan on spending 8% of your money per year in retirement and be just fine. Well, that seems to go against a lot of what other financial experts claim. Are those unrealistic expectations? Absolutely unrealistic. In fact, those numbers are, are ridiculous to use. Uh, a 12% rate of return, is it possible? Yes. Is it to be expected each year? You know, yeah, last year that we, you know, we, we certainly exceeded that pretty much in every portfolio. This year, Probably not. So if you're planning on it, you know, when you do planning, you should you should plan on a number that you can, can achieve over time. 12% average is not sustainable uh, over time. It's just not realistic. Spending 8% of your money, you will run out of money depending on when you retire. If you're retiring at 90 and you have a five-year life expectancy, maybe you'll be okay. But if somebody's retiring in their 60s and they're spending 8% of their money, they probably are going to run out of money. I mean, the, there's a 4% rule that came out years ago, and that's been broken up because even that's too high. The number is probably closer to around 2.5%. 
Um, so, you know, those numbers are wrong. And again, he's not a CFP. He's not a certified financial planner. In fact, he doesn't even hold a securities license. So again, this is bad information. Well, like you said, he is good at marketing himself, that's for sure. Uh, Ramsey has suggested and outlined in his baby steps to stop contributing to retirement plans until you get out of debt. Talks about baby steps a lot. The only exception is mortgage debt. Why might that be ill-advised in your eyes that qualified matching opportunities cut retirement savings while paying off your debt? How realistic is that? I mean, it's realistic. It's not advisable, in my opinion. Again, you have to keep in mind too. I mean, I'm held, I'm a fiduciary, so I'm held accountable. When I give somebody advice, I could lose my license if I don't do something correct, if I'm not giving the right advice. When you don't have a license, such as Dave Ramsey, you know, what is he what, what can they do to him? Nothing. He's not licensed. Yeah. So there's no repercussions to him. And he's not holding himself out that way. However, he does hold himself out of giving financial advice, which I think is a shame. But, you know, if you are getting a match and things like that with your 401k, you're getting uh, a, a savings, the money's going in pre-tax, all those sorts of things, I think you need to have the right balance. Debt is not a good thing to keep, but you need to make sure what kind of debt it is and look at those things and have somebody, it's exactly what we do, look at a plan to figure out how you're going to pay off your debt, when you're going to pay off your debt, what debt do you pay off first, how much should you be saving, et cetera, based on your goals and objectives. Somebody that's 30 is going to have a different situation than somebody that's 50 or somebody that's 70. So we need to look at all these different things and have a custom plan for, for you. He's making generalizations. And in fact, most of the generalizations, in my opinion, that he's making are, are wrong based on what I know. Okay, if you listen to Dave Ramsey for a while, you, you you hear baby steps a lot, and I mentioned that earlier here. He suggested and outlined in his baby steps to, to, to do these things as if it's a one-size-fits-all plan. He's got seven baby steps that he talks about. Doesn't a one-size-fits-all kind of approach isn't that kind of the opposite of what we talk about on this show a lot? It's the opposite of what makes a financial plan truly great, I would think, because we're all unique. The customization of your plan is good for achieving your 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 goals and taking care of your needs. You know, it all depends on the type of advisor you're looking at, Ron, like you said. Um, you know, we, we work with individuals. We know our clients on a deep level. We spent a lot of time with them getting to know their situations so we can build a custom plan and do custom things based on their situations. Yeah, there are similarities between certain clients, but generally speaking, everybody's situation is different. When you're dealing with other advisors, and I'm using advisors loosely, you know, mm-hmm. and I hate, hate to pick on the annuity people, but a lot of these financial salespeople, because they're not really advisors, they're offering the same annuities to everybody. Right. Everybody comes in the door. The only difference is how much money do you have? Because if you have a half a million versus a million, then I can get you more money into the annuity. That's not what I would consider financial advice. That's you're just being sold a product. But if you're looking for somebody that's going to spend the time, put a plan together for you before they recommend any type of investments, products, or services, that's exactly what we do. Then that's what you're looking. And that's what people want. I think most people don't want to be sold something. They want somebody that's going to look at their situation, analyze it, and give them a non-biased, objective point of view of what's going to be in their best interest going forward. Somebody can't do that unless they know your situation. They can't do it if they're se- if they're just selling some type of investment product or insurance product, et cetera. So to take Dave Ramsey's advice without him knowing your situation, and even if he does know your situation, again, he's not licensed, he's not a CFP um, to give you that kind of advice. 
take it with a grain of salt. You're listening to Saving with Silverman, and Mark Silverman is a certified financial planner professional and the founder and the managing member of Silverman and Associates. We're talking about Dave Ramsey and and some of these things that we've talked about you disagree with strongly, but uh, he has a lot of points that make sense. What are some of the things that he preaches that you do agree with? Well, you know, the common sense stuff, you know, live within your means, you know, spend less than you make, um, keep debt to a minimum, you know, those sorts of things I think make sense, but that's just common sense. But people's situations are unfortunately are a little more complicated than that. I wish they were that simple, but unfortunately they're not. So people have lots of situations. They've got debt, they've got real estate, they've got investments, they've got a lot of decisions that are there that you know, general advice is not going to work. They need to know specifically based on what their situation, what do they need to do? And that's exactly what we provide, but we take the time to get to know the client. We're not just making generalizations to to the mass markets. We've certainly talked a lot about Dave Ramsey here and to kind of wrap all this up, uh, Mark Silverman, do you have a key takeaway from all of this? You know, I, I would say, you know, there's lots of different radio shows out there. There's lots of people on TV, on radio, on the internet, et cetera, that, that try to give advice. You have to understand what their agenda is. What's their, what's, what are they trying to accomplish? What's their qualifications? Are they even licensed? Are they a CFP, et cetera? Do your due diligence and then go with somebody that makes sense. And if somebody's trying to sell you something and it doesn't feel right, don't do it. Even if they're recommended to you, you got to do your own due diligence and go with what your gut tells you. We really try to spend the time. I like to treat people like I like to be treated. So uh, I, if somebody's trying to sell me something and pressure me, I, I resist and I go the other way. And I will spend more with somebody else if I know that I'm being taken care of than I will with somebody that I feel isn't looking out for my best interest. We are a fiduciary firm, so we have to look out for our, we're required to. I am a CFP, so I have the qualifications and the experience. I've been doing this over 25 years now. And so, you know, we spend the time to put there. To, to make sure our clients, and I'm not trying to knock Dave Ramsey, but I can tell you a lot of the stuff he says doesn't make sense. And again, he's not trained. He doesn't have the licensing. He doesn't have the experience to be giving this advice, nor is he required to give, uh, to have any of those sorts of things because he isn't licensed. So understanding those sorts of things I think is important. Mark, I know a lot of people listening to our conversation today will want to give you a phone call and arrange a time to have a conversation, maybe get a little reassessment on what they're doing, maybe get a second opinion on uh, what they have going for them right now. Uh, what kind of things are you going to talk about? And, uh, you know, what will you be able to do for them? Sure. So what we're doing, Ron, now is we're offering our second opinion service to anybody that's out there that's interested. There's no cost. There's no obligation. It's done over the phone, so you don't have to worry about that. If we do decide to take it further, we do have the ability for Zoom calls. And so that's something that we put into place, too, for all for what's going on. But I can tell you, it's unfortunate. I'm, so many people that I've been meeting with lately who are either, one, doing it themselves, which you shouldn't be going at it alone through all this stuff. I can tell you that much. You, a second opinion, nothing to lose, only th- something to gain. And then two, people that are working with an advisor, and I'm surprised how many are out there that are working with someone who haven't even heard from their advisor through all this, which is really unfortunate um, because communication is key. And as I've said before, our clients need us more now, this is my opinion, through these downtimes than they do the uptimes. So that's where clients need us. They need the handholding, making sure that they're that they're going to get through this and reevaluate their situation and making sure their portfolios are set up for what's going on right now. So I think it's important that people understand that. And that's why we're offering the second opinion service. Again, there's no cost. There's no, there's no obligation. 
and Ron, I'll let you give the information on how to get a hold of us. You've been listening to the Saving with Silverman podcast. If you have any questions at all about your financial situation, please give Mark Silverman a call. Again, his number is 520-333-7601 or go online to savingwithsilverman.com. For Mark Silverman, I'm Ron Stutz. We'll see you next time on the Saving with Silverman podcast. The Saving with Silverman podcast is brought to you by Silverman & Associates Wealth Management, LLC, based in Tucson, Arizona. The show is available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and everywhere you listen to shows. Subscribe to the show on your favorite app today and never miss an episode. Just search for Saving with Silverman to find us or visit savingwithsilverman.com to listen to past episodes, to contact Mark, and to learn more about how to make smarter decisions with your money. Did you know that Mark Silverman also has a radio show? Tune in to Saving with Silverman Saturdays and Sundays at 3 p.m. on AM 790 KNST. All matters discussed on this show are for informational purposes only. Opinions expressed are solely those of Silverman and Associates Wealth Management LLC and staff. All topics covered are believed to be from reliable sources. However, Silverman and Associates Wealth Management LLC makes no representation as to its accuracy or completeness. This show shall in no way be construed as a solicitation to sell securities or investment advisory services to residents of any state other than Arizona or where otherwise permitted. Topics should be discussed with your individual advisor prior to implementation. Fee-based financial planning and investment advisory services offered through Silverman & Associates Wealth Management, LLC, a registered investment advisor in the state of Arizona. Insurance products and services are offered through Silverman & Associates, an affiliated company. The coronavirus has sent shockwaves around the globe, throwing the financial world into turmoil and causing volatility in stock markets. You're being urged not to panic, but many are wondering what effects the coronavirus will have on their finances. Millions are facing uncertainty about their job, monthly income, daily expenses, debts, retirement, and savings. Today, many investors don't have a plan, and many others no longer have the right plan. If you're concerned about the impact the coronavirus is having on your savings, investments, and retirement plans, receiving a complimentary second opinion is not only prudent, it's just plain common sense. For the first time ever, Silverman & Associates is making our complimentary second opinion service available to individuals other than our clients. There is no cost and no obligation. To receive a complimentary second opinion on your family's finances, call or text us at 520-333-7601 or visit savingwithsilverman.com to learn more. That's 520-333-7601 or savingwithsilverman.com.